This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Week one of the NFL playoffs, six games, one of those games competitive, yet a lot to talk about because we could end up having surprise, I don't know about surprise coaching changes, but I think we we could at least one, maybe two surprise coaching changes that we didn't necessarily think about going into the playoffs, but now we're like, huh, I wonder. Will Brinson, senior NFL writer, CBSSports.com. Moderator of the Pick 6 podcast is with us. Uh, yes, make football great again if you are watching on uh, on video. <laughs> All right, let's let's uh, let's get Shout to... out Football Club. Shout out ATW. There you go. Um, is Mike McCarthy in trouble in Dallas? My, yeah. gut, my gut says yes. no. My gut says what? no. Even though Jerry Jones seemed kind of baffled by the outcome of that game. Um, is he going to admit another mistake? I I think that, I mean, Mike McCarthy did a really good job coaching this year. 12 wins a year, last three years. Yeah, I mean, and the offense took a step forward when he took, he, you know, he sent Kellen Moore packing. Yep. Kellen Moore goes to the Chargers. Chargers win five games with Kellen Moore. The offense looks terrible, even though they dealt with a bunch of injuries. Um, but, the you know, Dak was an MVP candidate. He's probably a top Four, definitely a top five MVP candidate. CD Lamb has a monster year. Jake Ferguson breaks out despite Dalton Schultz leaving. You know, Tony Pollard didn't really play well, but you've got enough from like Rico Dowdle. I mean, everything about this offense um, screams, you know, Mike McCarthy did a great job coaching. I think you can make the case, Adam, that he was actually a victim of his own success or perhaps a victim of the Eagles' failure because. To me, if Dallas is the five seed, which was really, really likely going into the final two weeks of the season, you know, or the final three weeks, whatever it was, you know, Philly just had to beat Arizona or the or Tommy Cutlets one, you know, one time, yeah, um, to get the division. (laughs) Dallas, um, or win two games, whatever, whatever had to happen. I think think they would have had to have won their last two. But again, Arizona at home and at the Giants, they should have been able to negotiate that. Yeah, I mean, they didn't – if Philly didn't lose five of the last six is the point, and, and we'll get to that in a second. But, yes. you know, I think if Dallas is the five seed at Tampa Bay and loses a close game to the Buccaneers or beats the Buccaneers, we're not having this conversation. Um, but now you have a situation where, one, Dallas wins a division, gets home, gets a home playoff game, They've undefeated at home all year long. By the way, the only home team to lose um, in the wildcard round, which is weird and ironic. Congratulations. Um, they are a seven-point favorite against a Packers team who is starting Jordan Love in his first year. Mike McCarthy's old team. Clear revenge for everybody involved. The expectation is that the Cowboys advance to the divisional round um, and potentially have a home playoff game you know, this week, right? I mean, yeah. we're like, they're actually guaranteed to have a home playoff game this week because you're the two seed. It, and right. so instead, the Cowboys are sent packing. And when you factor in that Dan Quinn, whose defense wasn't good against Green Bay, but has been very good the last few years, is made it clear that he's going to go take a head coaching job this offseason. And now Bill Belichick's available. Oh, is he? He is. I don't know okay. if you heard. I'm, I'm, sure, I'm I, sure he says that, but somebody still has to offer him one. 
he people why, why you would write well, people, nobody wants Belichick. <laughs> Bill Belichick interviews you, buddy. You know you don't want to interview Bill Belichick. Um, but I, I think that uh, I, I think it, it Mike McCarthy should be very very worried for his uh, right. employment status I, because I, of I, all these factors. Let me throw this out because. In retrospect, we should have seen what Green Bay was about to do to Dallas. We should have seen it coming. Um, one. I don't, wow. Seriously. No, I, we should have. And here's why. And again, it's these things are always easier in hindsight. I didn't see it coming either, right? Um, Dallas, against playoff teams, their record this year was 3-4. and four. All three of their wins were home. Yes, I know the game against Green Bay was home. They beat Philly. At that point, Philly had become trash. Philly had become a bad team already. And frankly, we should have seen Philly's demise coming based on the fact that even when they went 10-1, and one, they were just getting by. We, could, we should have been able to see that that was a house of cards. They beat the Rams earlier in the season before the Rams became anything, and they kind of lost to the Lions at home. So those were the three wins against playoff teams in their own building. For the most part, they kicked the crap out of bad teams all year. That's what Dallas did. Green Bay wasn't bad. Green Bay was playing at a super high level. And Jordan Love, last 10 games of the regular season, one of the best quarterbacks in football. So we could see that coming. Jordan Love, Love, I don't think we could have seen 48-32 in a game that wasn't even that close coming. A blowout, no. But we should have seen that possibility, the possibility that Green Bay could win yeah. I thought Green Bay could hang with Dallas uh, of all the did, yeah. of all the wild card rounds. Not I mean wild card games notwithstanding. And by the way, it's really kind of curious. We talked about this a little bit on the pod last night, but there weren't a lot of good. There's only one game that was good: the Lions and the Rams. All the other games were toast, but they were really compelling to watch because it was like this absolute destruction and meltdown yeah. final like of, of the Cowboys and Eagles, which is always intriguing. You had the snow in Buffalo, the weird w- cold weather in, in KC, and it was 26-7, but it, and it never felt close, but it was also never a runaway. And then, you know, C.J. Stroud lighting the world on fire and Joe Flacco throwing back-to-back pick sixes. Yes. Like the, the, the whole weekend was really compelling despite only one good Agreed. football game. Agreed. It was, it's- which is pretty hard to do, the NFL. Stay strong. Undefe- I mean, like, they, undefeated. the NFL doesn't play around. Yeah, the, NF- the NFL is 100% undefeated. Uh, because there were, and even the, look, even though the Chiefs and Dolphins was not necessarily a, I mean, wasn't a close football game, Kansas City did enough bad that they kept Miami in it. And in yep. some ways, Tampa did the same thing last night with Philadelphia. Buffalo, Buffalo didn't really do anything bad. No. But, you know, defensively, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh was in that game. Yeah, sort of. Sort of. I mean, but I mean, when Buffalo was, needed to score, they scored. Yeah. I mean, the score was 24-7. <laughs> score was 24-17. I mean. Right. It, Philly, it, I thought that's a right. touchdown. And then, I mean, that's a, and what, but what happened when Pittsburgh scored to make it 24-17? Zip, I mean, Buffalo scored. Right down yeah. the field. It, yeah. Buffalo did what they had to do. Uh, let me get to Philadelphia and Tampa. I think it's more likely that Sirianni gets got than McCarthy. Jeff Lurie looked like he had eaten a bad clam in uh, uh, in Dude. the in the visiting suite. He looked like Did you I see the kept... video where the Eagles fan went down to the corner, like where the coaches were all walking back and dumps a bucket of popcorn on Sirianni and said, "You're bleeping done," and then had security chase him up the stairs. Are you like, serious? In, in uh, Tampa, I mean, wild. That is that is crazy. Um, but they were so bad 
and I and the the decision to change defensive coordinators, which made Philly's defense worse. Adam Golden studio with my man, Coach Pete Deruta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. I was on your website, and I love the term financial termites because there are always things eating at your money that you can't see. So you don't want financial termites. Termites in the financial world are risk, fees, unnecessary commissions. All the bad things that we see and we hear about on TV are happening many times inside your portfolio you don't see. So you need a financial exterminator. Well, for the next 10 of you to call, we'll put together for you your very own total retirement plan at no cost. Call 888-843-0013. Or text Adam to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. I mean, they gave up an average of 30 points a game, I think, under Matt Patricia. Uh, They weren't giving up an average of 30 points a game under, uh, what, the uh, Desai, right? Um, Yeah, the defense got substantially worse with Matt Patricia. Yeah, that that pencil thing in your ear, get at it. Miss me with that. Well, I mean, the the issue with, so if you look at the the Sirianni stuff, one, you're right, like Jeff Lurie, I mean, Jerry Jones just looked like Jerry Jones. We're also used to Jerry Jones in a luxury box. In a playoff game. In a playoff game, looking completely befuddled, like he's going to, he can't believe that that deal with Satan that he made in 96 um, is it, it, it like, like he can't believe that Lucifer's holding him to that. Um, that he's, he's like, I, I really thought that Beelzebub might let me out of this contract with my soul, uh, for that one time for that third title I asked for in 96. Right. The one without um, Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like, Hey Jerry, look, uh, I mean, this is, you know, this is Raleigh radio, buddy. We know we like, <laughs> my pal Garrett Soul tried to sell his like, tried to sell his soul for a ACC title a few years ago. It's like no dice, no <laughs> dice, buddy. You gave that one away in college. Um, <laughs> the uh, the um, uh, look with the, with the Eagles, you have this whole slow burn of the offense isn't good. Shane Steichen's offense in Indy is really good. Sirianni is so fiery and is like is is out there that you know that that tends to amplify things. The defense is struggling. The play calling is bad. So people are blaming Brian Johnson. Then he switches to Matt, like Matt Patricia. Like that's going to save the day. The defense gets worse. Then in week 18, you have a situation where you should really read the tea leaves, see the scores, realize you're not going to win the division, get Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown out of the game. A.J. Brown suffers an injury to the point that he can't play right. on, on Monday night in Tampa Bay. And Jalen Hurts has this disfigured you know, middle finger that he you know caused issues in terms of his performance. Sure. And he had said as much before the game. And so then you go down and you get absolutely blown out by Tampa Bay. You can't tackle. Who is... You can't tell they, they, they look they look like they'd mailed everybody looked like they had mailed it in from a yeah. Philly perspective defensively and even really offensively, with the exception of you know, Jalen Hurts just trying and uh you know Devontae Smith giving it his all out there. But I mean by and large Jason Kelsey that was Jason Kelsey's last game as an Eagle. That's it drove him into retirement. And I but I think that like <laughs> but I think with all of those issues simmering you know, somebody said on our podcast last week that they would it was like if the Eagles get lose, it wouldn't be shocked if Nick Sirianni gets fired. I was like, that's crazy. But you sort of floated around the league. Like, you know, yeah, people, you know, before the game, it's like, all right, maybe it's not that crazy. And then to lose like that, I don't think it's out of out of, out of control to suggest that we could see both Dallas and, uh, and Philly open up right. this offseason. I think Dallas will stay with Mike McCarthy. I think Philly will move on from Nick Sirianni. And if I were Bill Belichick, I would leave Atlanta. And I know he, he left Atlanta already. He didn't. He went to, uh, he went to Arthur Blank's yacht. He, oh, is that, is that where they're hanging out? Yeah. 
uh, then that's probably where he's going to stay. Um, but if yeah, I it's were... a good landing spot. What, Atlanta? Atlanta? Yeah. Uh, who's playing quarterback? In, in yeah, Atlanta? top 10 pick. Get a good quarterback. Hey, okay. Go, but... sign Kirk, go sign Kirk Cousins. Bring oh, him in. Oh, gosh, from no. Josh He'll hate Kirk Cousins. Well, what would be wrong with that? He'll hate Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is playing awesome. He'll hate Kirk Cousins. He'll Are you hate serious? Him. He'll hate him. Yes, Kirk Cousins. Belichick would love Kirk Cousins. I don't think so. Uh, you, met, 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 you, you know, you know more than I do. That's Will Brinson, by the way. CBS Sports. He would, he would, he would, he would hate Derek Carr. Yes, he Derek would. Carr, Derek, he would hate Derek Carr. Derek but, Carr would be like, "Hey, Bell, I'm moving in next door." He'd be like, "Go away." What no, are you I'm, doing? I'm leaving. This. I'm not coming. Yeah, uh, go I, away. If, but if I were Belichick, Philly's where I would go. Philly's where I would go. Philly. Yes, because they've got the guy who can build a roster. Howie Roseman is one of the elite player personnel guys in the entire sport. And Bill, Bill can just coach, and they've got the bones of a really good well, team. Well, I will say this, too. I think that people and Panthers fans might have gotten a whiff of this a little bit over the past week because he did interview in Carolina, I think. But Will McClay, who is the, uh, I think his title is now like VP of play, football right. personnel or something, whatever the hell his title is, and it doesn't matter because Jerry is the technical GM, Will McClay's been the guy shopping for the groceries in Dallas for a while, and he does a really good job. He doesn't require good. the GM title. Belichick wouldn't have to be the GM. And I think you, Stephen Jones has a lot more input into what's being done on a on a global macro right. perspective than, you know, Jerry gets the credit. Jerry just wants to be the GM of a Super Bowl-winning team. That's all he wants. <laughs> like, he just wants to be able to be like, I, I, I told I told y'all, Jimmy Johnson, Jimmy Johnson, wasn't Jimmy Johnson with right. me. It's all me. Oh, I did it all. I did it all. It's like, Jerry, they haven't won since 96, dude. Yeah. Have you, are you not going to figure out that this is you? It's you. Stop it. Give somebody else a GM title. Yeah, and he doesn't like to admit mistakes. That's why I think Mike, Mike McCarthy stays. All right, I said, this, I said this earlier, Will. The biggest overreaction game is going to be Miami-Kansas City for this reason. One, um, we're going to run the Dolphins through it, including, oh, is Tua any good? We don't know if Tua is any good. Look, when Tyreek Hill uh, had the high ankle sprain and Jalen Waddell, who had been dealing with injuries all year long anyway, when he became just good and not dynamic, same thing with Tyreek Hill, even though there were bursts of Tyreek Hill. They, their offense kind of went the other way. Defense wasn't mm-hmm. great. And frankly, is anybody surprised that a team from Miami would struggle when it was a zillion degrees <laughs> below zero? Why, why are people making, oh, they just can't play when it's negative 30? Well, no kidding. Well, the whole thing about the Dolphins is that, you know, people are like, oh, God, you got to go down to Fort Lauderdale in September. Or like, you know, like Miami and Fort Lauderdale, you know, that, that area, South Florida in September. Then, you know, Miami's, they're like, we'll wear white. Why don't you guys wear the, you know, you wear your black uniforms right. up there. It's like, it's roasting. And it's not yeah, everywhere that, anyway. That's the payback you get, though, when you have to <laughs> roast in September. They've, you know, your opponent's not used to, like, dying in the, in the Fort Lauderdale, Miami heat in, in September. Well, yeah, you're not used to you're not used to four degrees or negative 28 degrees or whatever it is. I, I think the Dolphins, and by the way, like, these coaching things need to linger out as long as possible mm-hmm. so we don't start having the Tua conversation because that's going to be that's going to be the quarterback uh, the quarterback du jour combo right. of the offseason is how much does Tua get paid? Do you pay him? What do you do? Is with he Tua? a top blah, 10 blah, blah. quarterback in the league? 
Are you ready for the big game? At The Designery, we can help you arrange your kitchen in the perfect way to feed everyone coming over for the big game. I'm Dana Merrill, the owner of The Designery in North Raleigh. And I am True Merrill. I am the project manager. The Designery is a lovely kitchen, bath, and closet remodeling company. We do pretty much any of the utility spaces in your house. If you want to store things in your cabinets, if you want to work on things on your countertops, if you want to uh, have a floor that can get wet or muddy, we're the place to help Help you fix your home up. We are the Designery North Raleigh, located at 3030 Wake Forest Road in the Holly Park Plaza. We would love to see you or visit our website at thedesignery.com. It, it, that's the conversation. We have oh. so we we have Jackson and Allen and Mahomes and who am I missing? A uh, Burrow, right? Stroud. Uh, I'm not putting Stroud in that category yet. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm totally totally serious. Way better than Tua. I'm not saying he's not better than Tua. I'm just, I'm just. Stroud is a top ten quarterback right now. I'm not arguing that. He probably is. All I'm saying is there are as I'm using the Cam Newton for uh, uh, kind of category. There are Mm. game changing quarterbacks. And there's only like Shadow. four of those. He's not a game changing quarterback. He's, Are you serious? He's not. Is unbelievable. We're, we're just going to ju- how how open were those receivers? He did make a couple of great throws, but if nobody's covering me, I I mean I I should be able to. Nobody, complete that nobody is taking Tua over CJ Stroud. I didn't. I didn't. Again, I am not arguing that. See, we're already doing I, the thing. We're already doing the thing that everybody's going to do. I, this I am simply <laughs> saying that there are game changing quarterbacks, right? And I'm yeah, okay. and I'm and I'm. I don't put C.J. Stroud in that category at all. I would put Stroud in there, but I mean, we we, we don't need to. I mean, okay, I don't want to have this anyway, debate. The, the point being, the point being is, Tua is going to be talked about a lot right. this offseason. And, but Tua is in that group of quarterbacks. He's a game manager. Is yeah, and there's that that shouldn't be a negative connotation. Brock huh. Purdy is a game manager, right? These Jalen Hurts is probably a game manager. The best of Jalen Hurts might be closer to that other category, though. Right, yeah. um, but I, I'm not going to put him there yet because the second half of the year he was pretty pedestrian before the injury. Although he had a shoulder injury, Jordan Love, uh, Jordan Love well. might be in that. Jordan Love yeah, might be in not that. Not a comp. game changer. He's also he's he's also I in mean, that. He's also in that next category. Right. We have a bunch of quarterbacks that you can argue are top ten quarterbacks. How much do you pay Tua? How much do you pay Baker Mayfield, who had a very good year, not a great year, but a very good year? How much do you pay Jared Goff? How much do you pay these guys who are not of that ilk? How much do you pay that? Forty to fifty million dollars a year. I'm sorry, I'm not doing it. Your team's not going to be good. Well, but I mean, like that's the, but that's the debate. I mean, that, but that's the price, and that's the debate, right. and that's what I'm saying. Like that's going to be all off season long. Is going to be the two a talk and Dak. By the way, had a, had his best, had one of the best years, maybe the best year of his career. He maybe did. his rookie year could be better. Um, he's going to get. His contract's going to get redone. He's going to be in the 50-plus million-dollar range. Um, Not for me. Bye, but, but Dallas. He, he, just, he just is after that season. Right. Bye, Dallas. We'll see you. Well, but I'm saying, like, that's like that's going to be the conversation with Tua. Is Unless Tua the gonna salary get, cap's going to go up $50 million. Is Tua going to get forty-five to $55 million a year? Yeah, I wouldn't pay him that. I wouldn't pay any quarterback that either. unless you're a game-changer. If you're Burrow, just Herbert, Jackson... Other- yeah, Mahomes, I, want, I, want to, I want to see more from her. I understand what, why everybody loves Justin Herbert, but I got to see some success from Justin Herbert before I'm throwing. Well, I mean, he's already got paid. So what are we doing? 
Yeah. <laughs> he's already, I mean, he's already got the like, bag. You'd like, to, you'd like to win more than five games a yeah. year when you're paying $54 million. I mean, coaching can't be that bad. Uh, you're supposed to be you're supposed to be able to overcome uh, bad coaching, but uh, anyway, all right. Give me uh, give me your four winners before I, uh, before we have to say goodbye. Will Brinson, four winners this weekend. Uh, we have um, what? Uh, Houston at Baltimore. Um, Baltimore. Money where your mouth is. We're happy to see Jay Stroud, the, the best quarterback we've ever seen. Just kidding. I mean, I'm just kidding. He's great. Kidding. But, I mean, I look. Uh... But Lamar, I mean, look, I've got, um, I've got, I've got chalk across the board here. I think. I will bet you Baltimore and San Francisco both have struggles, but both win. I both, think those uh, nine point plus favorites. Yeah, both of those upstart teams are playing at an extremely high level. Kansas City, that that was the real reason I brought it up. I think people are going to overrate Kansas City based on the win over Miami. I like Buffalo, not big, yeah. but I like Buffalo. Comfortably, Buffalo's won the. This is by the way, Patrick Mahomes' first career road playoff game. Yep. He's won two Super Bowls, two MVPs. <laughs> he's been in the league since 2017, right. and he is like like he's been wildly successful. And he's he's starting his first career road playoff game. That is insane. Yeah. Uh, it'll be on CBS Sports and Paramount Plus, <laughs> 6:30 p.m. Sunday night. Beautiful. Settle in. Maybe we'll get some snow. It's gonna be really really cold. It I is think. gonna be cold. And like 23 high, high of 23 that day. We won't have love to it. Com- worry about it because both teams are used to it. Uh, yeah. I agree. I like I like Buffalo in that game, and Buffalo uh, in a close, great game. I think Tampa at Detroit. Uh, I got Detroit. Detroit's a six point favorite. I think um, the Lions. I think I think Tampa's playing really well, and this could be a shootout. The Lions' pass defense has been very suspect uh, throughout the course of the season. They get Chauncey Gardner Johnson back. Ali McNeil was huge back for them yeah. in terms of slowing go, down the run. Go pack. Uh, yeah, go pack. Uh, big, big state. Ali McNeil, like one of the most underrated uh, defensive linemen in the NFL. Honestly, like he is, um, and he he was this way at NC State too. Like he when he when he played for Dave Dorn and the, the pack, he was, you know, he would get pressures, um, but he, he wouldn't pile up the sack numbers per se. But he was just unbelievable against a run, and he still is. And that's a huge difference maker against a team that loves to feed Rashad White. So I got the 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 Lions winning by double digits. I, I, do, I, I haven't picked scores, but I also have the Lions winning, and I love your hat. And uh, that's Will Brinson, senior NFL writer, CBSSports.com. And I will talk to you next week, my friend. All right, buddy. See you, man. I chose William Peace because of the personalized education it offers, which allows students to truly know their professors. It's really possible to make genuine connections with your professors and learn intentionally here and dive deep into what you're passionate about. A 12 to 1 student to faculty ratio is just one of the many reasons students choose William Peace University. Extra attention starts day one for career planning with their Career Services Center. Find out all they have to offer at peace.edu.